0: Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. In this episode, we have two big items on our agenda. First, to argue out our reactions to M. Night Shyamalan's new found footage horror flick, The Visit. Secondly, we rank M. Night Shyamalan's films from best to worst. If you haven't made it out to see The Visit just yet, you may want to skip to 39 minutes and 45 seconds into this episode at which point we move on from major spoilers for the visit and keep things more general. I'm afraid the rest of Shyamalan's filmography isn't as safe as you'll get spoilers for The Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Signs, The Village, Lady in the Water, The Happening, and After Earth. You'll also get mild or abstract spoilers along the way for Seven Pounds, Black Swan, The Dark Knight, Chronicle, Night of the Living Dead, The Strangers, The Wizard of Oz, The Blair Witch Project, Cannibal Holocaust, Cloverfield, Crazy Heart, The Amityville Horror, The Ring, The Grudge, It Follows, Stuart Little, The Empire Strikes Back, Rosemary's Baby, The Exorcist, Saw, Paranormal Activity, Friday the 13th, the Netflix original series Daredevil, the novel I Am Legend, and only minor spoilers for The Last Airbender as well because none of us actually saw it. Many of you don't know this. Um, judging by the conversations I've been having lately, but M. Night Shyamalan has a new movie in theaters right now mm. called The Visit. How, did you guys all know this? Uh, are you, us?
1: We know yeah. it. Are you talking to us in the room with you or the listener? Well, both. We do know um, it because that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> I oh. Yeah,
2: I'm aware. Yeah, I, I was there. I've, I've seen it. Oh, right. With you. We saw it together. That's right. Many did claim you? that this is... M. Night Shyamalan's big return there has been that said it is a return I'm not so sure
0: he did make another movie so (laughs) (laughs) we when we uh, you know caught wind of uh, The Visit uh, being a movie that was coming out we knew that we wanted to use that as an excuse to rank all of M. Night Shyamalan's movies Because there's
2: some great ones. We're very fond of M. Night Shyamalan's, at least earlier work.
0: Right. Yeah. So before we can get into all that, we need to get the visit out of the way and talk about it. And I think it's going to be kind of interesting because it seems to me the room's more or less divided in half. So as we're introducing ourselves, I don't want to get into the star rating or anything like that just yet. So I just want to say, you know, a thumbs up or thumbs down. So I'm here, Josh, and I give the visit a, a big fat thumbs down. Tyler's here. <laughs> not a would be a fat thumb. Yeah. Right. Um Or what did Ebert used to say, thumb way down? Oh wait, yeah. yeah. Yes, hello, it's Tyler.
3: <laughs> Wake
2: up, man. I do love <laughs> <laughs> I do love this mysterious, brilliant, bizarre Indian man named Um Elai shaman. <laughs> okay. But so I'm bro- not so sure that he uh
1: so romantic that he, he,
2: he, you know, he knew what he was doing with this what one. What does the so M stand a, for? Um, Mister. May, uh, Mayo. Mister. Knight Shyamalan. It's May Maylage. <laughs> So, he mercifully <laughs> spared are you, where are, you, are, you, where are you kidding this It's from? M-A-R-O-J? M-A-L-O-J?
0: Milaj? Apparently, he foresaw that this would be an issue <laughs> and just abbreviated it and left the Americans M- to pronounce Surely, it. Knight Michael, is a made-up middle Knight? name, right? Probably not. I mean, Knight? It's like, not like his middle name is like Polka Dot. Yeah, but it's
1: not like... <laughs> Night with you a K. Don't, you don't
2: think his parents it's were capable night, of naming him like night? Day and
1: night. I, don't
2: know. I think it's a, a stage
3: there, name. There
2: are people named Day out there.
3: Yeah, maybe th- he was born at nighttime. It could but just be
0: an Indian name. Yeah, I think it's not that crazy. How familiar are you with I've Indian heard culture? Worse? Nick Cage's <laughs> kid is named Kal El. I like Indian <laughs> curry better <laughs> than Thai man. curry.
2: Anyway, anyway, M Night. <laughs> Sorry, we (laughs) ruined your first name there. Um, Yeah, we're... The visit
3: from
0: me gets a thumbs down. Mm. Thumbs down. Mm. Which brings us to Patrick, who's here.
3: Yep, I'm here, and I give the visit a thumbs up. (laughs) Ooh, Controversially. Wow. (laughs) Controversially. (laughs) It's getting heated in this room. (laughs) Everybody's mad.
4: (laughs) We're getting
0: upset. And now, uh, Garrett... Finally, the fourth member of our Knights of the Roundtable, our M. Knights of the (laughs) Roundtable.
1: Hey, y'all, I give it a thumbs up as well.
0: So the room is split, and I will say this, there must be a different air in the theaters (laughs) because uh, me and Tyler saw the film together, We and uh, Peter, who's usually been on the last handful of episodes, the three of us didn't like it at all. No Patrick and Garrett And Garrett's wife All went to see it together And they enjoyed it Yeah Sure
2: Are we sure That we saw the same movie? So Can we're gonna you, find out In a second
0: Maybe there's a second version And, and I want to say this We had the optimal Viewing experience yeah. The oh three of us gosh. Were the only people In the yeah. theater It was beautiful
2: Front row of the Back section Feet up on the bars Right nice. in the center mm-hmm. Nobody else in the room Not
1: a distraction out there
3: We also had a very good seat uh, There was a decent number of people in there yeah um it was a, like a really cruddy theater though and it had like a smudge on the screen so whenever it went true. wide you could see like the oh dish that's true <laughs> we Is had good
1: a burn on the lens yeah we had a good view of the screen but <laughs> there was some people a little distracting but mm. they were clearly having a good time in the movie also so i think that kind of helped
0: yeah, I think it would appeal to the lowest common denominator <laughs> if those are the people that were being distracting and having a good time. That would make sense. Knuckleheads like dumb crap.
1: You may be right about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so why, let me just start off by saying some of the things that, that struck me as just being god awful about the visit. Sure. Um, and then we can talk about what's good about it. And and argue a little bit <laughs> like like we do on the on the podcast. Good idea. So we
2: watched the movie. Now we're gonna argue. Yeah, yeah. I think that, I think our a, listeners have
0: gotten that. It's much a tagline. Um, the first big problem is that I I don't understand why this movie was found footage. To me, it, <laughs> it played like a yeah. movie that was like, why? what's the gimmick they're doing right now? Is there anything going on in movies that we can ape for no reason? Found yeah. footage horror. That's something that I could play around with. It was such a forced convention it made no sense the movie would have been so much better if it was just a normal movie it
2: honestly would have been tremendously better had they not been confined to explaining why it's a found footage yeah it's been so long since i'd seen the trailer and you know like we do we, we don't watch trailers before we go into the theater so uh I had completely forgotten that there was found footage. Me too. Footage in the trailer. And so mm. when, the, when the movie started and it introduced that girl as a documentary maker, and, yeah. and I started to realize that it was found
0: footage, I sighed and I went, oh no. I know. I felt that when we were walking in, Peter was like, yeah, I usually don't like found footage movies. I was like, why does that matter? Anyway, this is found <laughs> footage. And it's been so long since I've seen that trailer. I somehow blocked that out of my mind. I yeah. was like, ah crap.
2: And when it started, the first few scenes I'm thinking, oh no, this isn't good. This isn't working for them. Oh yeah. The first it's
0: so far the first three minutes of that mom talking, I was like, Well, so far that so bad. Exposition, <laughs> the exposition the yeah. exposition
2: was just so unnatural. It's like I was very aware that I was watching a movie and I felt like that
3: that script must have been like one of the first Drafts <laughs> and they just said, Yeah, that's good. All right, you guys are being way too dramatic. Oh, no, God. it wasn't oh, near that bad. The found footage was good.
0: No, <laughs> no. yes, it was. It it's was no, no. okay. No.
3: There was no it problem with that. They awful. did the found footage because they needed to do the found footage gags. That's the, the found, whole point no, of doing it was that. So kind unnecessary.
2: Of thing. You still could have had that movie without it.
3: Well, that, <laughs> no, it would have been did. a completely different movie. They, they, they wanted, wanted to make so much time
2: trying to make it found footage i got so tired of these kids debating whether or not to put a camera up on the shelf <laughs> that,
0: that stuff in particular was so forced and so contrived that it made it just didn't make any sense it's like and this could have been scary if it didn't yeah. have to be forced into found yeah footage.
2: and in order for it to be found footage they like had to make that girl a film major she's 15 years old and she's speaking like a professional like master. That's how fifteen-year-olds talk. <laughs> no, yes, right. it is. That's, that's how, they how. talk. That's they how think a director doing. That's exactly. how a director who is familiar with the film industry no, would no. write
3: for a fifteen-year-old who has to know what film Look, standards. This are. is a fifteen-year-old girl who watched <laughs> too many special features and thinks <laughs> she's a filmmaker. She's a prodigy. Stop she it. didn't Probably know what she, she was talking about, no, she, but she taught like she did. That was the point of it. It's like these are annoying kids because like, that's how kids are. I'm not. I'm not opposed. For
2: them portraying a 15-year-old in in an intelligent way. But her... Just masterful knowledge of the film industry and all of the terms <laughs> that go along with it is just absurd. She took some film classes. What's the big deal? <laughs> she
0: did. Yeah. Let's, just get it, this. It, Let's just get this out there. Those kids were, I mean, God bless them, and I'm sure they got a bright future ahead of them. They were awful. They were awful, awful actors. <laughs> they
1: were a little insufferable.
3: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> a little bit. Thank you. Garrett they seems are. to be turning here. He's they a little, these, the movie.
1: I kind of agree with these points. The reason I like the movie is not the kids.
0: The found footage or the okay. the,
1: the main the, here's, but here's
0: the yeah. thing about the found <laughs> really footage and the kids so their performances played like amateur crappy kid actors yeah. dropped in a movie that are trying to act like amateur crappy kid actors because <laughs> they know they're on found footage so the first scene you get where the mom is talking she she's doing the scene like she is not just in a movie but she's in a movie in a movie does right. that make sense? So it's yeah. like she knows she's being filmed. She's self-aware. Yeah, oh, it's just it was so it, painful yeah. to look at. And then the the horror gags that they have to do with the found footage are they they could not be more cliche and more lame that's like oh the camera's sitting on the shelf and someone pops up in front of it and goes boo that is the yeah. dumbest most <laughs> contrived thing and this is the guy who made the six sense. I it just know. doesn't yeah, make d- any I sense mean, right so you cliche. gotta
3: understand you're watching a found footage movie that's pg-13 you
2: gotta understand
3: this is what you're going to watch it's like you can't go
0: that's not an excuse no the,
3: but you have to understand like sometimes you go to watch certain movies you're not expecting to see you know, gangs in New York or something like incredible. You're expecting to see something kinda dumb, something that's just no, entertaining. I was fun. No, the found footage that's feel it. didn't feel authentic. It felt
2: like a movie like a professional movie studio tried to make a found footage film. It wasn't like Blair Witch or it wasn't like Cloverfield. Cloverfield was one of the best found footage Films right. out there, yeah, because it feels so authentic and real. Yeah,
0: you're actually this like, like found footage. Uh, immediately dooms it to being cliche. The fact that it's found footage is cliche. The fact that they shoehorn found footage concept yeah. into the movie, I would not be surprised if the studio. They're haggling with In Night Shyamalan because he's, you know, more and more, he's getting washed up and people don't like his movies. So they're like, we'll let you do something, but make it found footage. I mean, just recently, they were talking about doing a uh, Friday the 13th reboot as a found
3: footage movie yeah. because
0: mm-hmm. they're like, I don't know, maybe if we make it found footage, that'll revive it. <laughs>
3: that might be cool. That sounded cool to me. <laughs> Gosh. So.
0: so the thing is, it's like, it's not bad because it's found footage. It's bad because it didn't, it was unnecessary. Yeah. This is the, the whole premise on why like sequels tend to suck is because they don't have a story and they just make it anyway. It's yeah. like it didn't need to be found footage and they made it found footage. Right. Found I food. get
3: all that. I'm just saying, I'm not saying found footage has to be bad. I think Cloverfield is, is the best found footage movie and Blair yeah. Witch, and there's some really good ones. Well, yeah, Blair Witch started the found footage. Right. But Cloverfield, this one, I don't think there's
2: anyone better than Cloverfield.
3: No 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 This one is not that I mean the, all the camera shots Look great To be it's fair Cannibal like Holocaust Started the phone. Oh, no. <laughs> well, some some the of us one. haven't
1: seen it Oh no I won't spoil anything About Cannibal Holocaust <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert
0: There's Maybe, real animal yeah. cruelty <laughs> <laughs> you know. Maybe just avoid
1: it
3: There's gotta Yeah, yeah. But, it, but it's, it's true. true.
0: Think Cannibal Holocaust was the original. Yeah, Found I 50.
3: just think that when you go to see a movie, you have to have an understanding of what you're seeing and have to have realistic expectations. Yeah, but I don't. And like, sometimes you have to understand, like, oh, I didn't know what I was seeing. Now I kind of get it, and I yeah. can sit into that position. Well, I wasn't, we,
2: it wasn't because I was surprised by
3: it.
0: Because why I do we have to think it, it sucked it? just because it, we, we... Why do we have to be doomed to watch something dumb just because it's found footage? Yeah, It doesn't mean it's
3: not just because it's found footage, just because it's a B-horror movie. If you're going to go going to watch me? a Friday the 13th movie, you're like, you're okay... Preparing yourself for it. I know what this is going to be. Why it's going it to be not? Jason why and it's
2: going
4: to be have, this and that's fine. I didn't
2: fine. have high expectations. It didn't need to perform to my expectations. That's not what it was. I was okay with it being found footage, but immediately it portrayed its found footage poorly
0: it's like they didn't they didn't do this well It just i don't i'm still confused by your whole premise here why are we going into it knowing that it sucks
3: no no no, we're not going into it knowing that it sucks but when you start watching a movie and you see it it starts off with found footage and the found footage is like it's not real cameras like cloverfield looks like the real camera kind of thing you know like this is not that they have like really nice red cameras or something (laughs) (laughs) and the actors are bad and stuff so you settle in you're like okay this is going to be a bad B movie. Let me watch it with that filter. Let me watch. That's it with that. fine
0: if you're talking about like as soon as you know you realize what you're in for, you just settle into it. That's what I'm saying. I I honest to God did my absolute best to do that because I, I was like, to. okay, well, that's the performances aren't going to be great, but maybe I'll still get scared. Maybe it'll still be a clever premise, mm-hmm. and I'll give it to them. The premise is actually really yeah. interesting. Oh, On yeah.
2: paper, the the movie is. Pretty, pretty fascinating.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean the the trailer, which I forgot, definitely mm-hmm. got me to the theater. I had, yeah. I was like,
2: oh, this will probably The trailer made it look great. Yeah, but looking back at the trailer now, we we watched it after we watched the movie. It is full of spoilers. Oh yeah, yeah it, it shows ruins you some everything.
0: of the biggest and to understand in the movie.
3: what me and Garrett both when we went to see this. I had never even seen the trailer. I'd never even seen the poster. I realized when I came out because it had like don't stay up past nine thirty. I didn't know all that, uh-huh. which is great, but. The only thing I had was when I asked you two what you thought about it, and the review you gave me was both of you shaking your heads. So <laughs> I went in there thinking, "Oh, it's gonna suck. Maybe there's something with it." Maybe that's so the issue. That helped his. Yeah, we. I yeah. think we just settled into like, "Oh, we're not expecting." I, I anything went in, like in there
2: this. pretty even. I didn't think it's gonna be great. I didn't think it was gonna be bad. I just was along for the ride, and it was bad.
3: But you went in with low
2: expectations, and it right. It and it so improved. what I
3: saw was a movie that was, you know. These things that we're talking about. But it's like you said, that premise was great. The twist was great.
2: Yes. The yeah. twist was
3: good. That's the, the twist one thing we all was agree. Good. Was, yeah. Yeah. And the I, old I people would, were great. Those, I can absolutely well
2: agree. Shyamalan had a, a really smart idea for a movie on paper. The twist, I thought, was well executed. I, I, I didn't see it coming. I expected some sort of enlightening information, but I didn't expect it to twist that hard. Because um, at this point, not all of his movies have twists, so sure. I didn't know that it right. was coming. The twist and was
0: so. a throwback to to the, his like heyday right. of good right. filmmaking because his penchant for twists isn't just the twist, it's that he manages to make something that's entertaining and thrilling, and then the twist increases it. It doesn't yeah. throw the whole thing off. If you right. think right. about something like The Sixth Sense or The Village or right. even Unbreak- Unbreakable, um, they're all like... They all have you in there, and you're not waiting for a twist. Right. The twist right. is just something that's like, oh,
2: And it, it right. worked really well. The reveal for the twist, I thought, was done pretty well. That
0: was the best scene
4: yeah. in the movie. That when, was the only she, scene I felt something. Yeah, when she said, yeah, like you've it. been
0: that with those people this whole time. Yeah, that line in yeah, particular. Yeah. That, that was a chilling Haunting. thought. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. Was like, yeah. And it was so, and the,
3: the story was so good because you're is these elderly couple and they're doing crazy things and they keep explaining it. At first you're like oh what's in the shed what's in the shed yeah but even
2: some of that ex- explanation of that exposition of them like
3: being okay with their bizarre behavior was so bad too no so, I get that, that so too I think they would have run away a lot sooner than they, they well, did oh yeah but it, kinda, the, it was a cool uh, thing. You didn't know if they were crazy or if it was just like they were old because the mom hadn't seen them in yeah, 15 years and stuff. While. Like was That like, was great. great.
2: On paper, the writing is really good. It's the execution that's just terrible. Oh, yeah. and then right.
0: So, it, you know, you start it, you're immediately thinking like, man, this looks like really amateur hour production and not in a cool way. You know what I mean? Like if you watch, I, I even like Paranormal Activity, so at least the first one. Mm-hmm. When you're watching that, it's amateur hour and it's working for the movie this felt like this looks like people trying to make it look like amateur yeah. hour and it feels so bad and then uh it all really just the movie punched me in the face and that took me f- half of the rest of the movie to get back up when that kid rapped the first time oh, oh yeah no. that was
1: yeah. we can all agree that that just needs know. to be lifted i, I guess i, out guess of I kind memory. of understand
2: what m night was trying yeah. to do he was trying to make it Feel modern and realistic to what kids would be like now, <laughs> I. Don't I, I know. But why did he choose? If that's what kids are like. Of then. all things
1: to choose, <laughs> poor.
2: Why society. did he choose freestyle rapping? Because oh, that's just awful. that's but just it how it kids it are would
3: now. it? Stop it, 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 it should have been all,
2: all little white
4: kids. If are he had that, that particular <laughs> white got a, kid,
2: you've got a genius filmmaking daughter and a and a brilliant rapper these kids these kids some, huh? these kids have someone professionally <laughs> it like you for them. Is rapping.
1: <laughs> brilliant
2: uh, the kid uh, was if, able to sit yeah, in that yeah. kitchen and come up with a rap that quick about yeah yeah, yeah he's pineapple he's upside great. down cake yeah, yeah he's yeah. great
0: and he was on the train like yeah hope. having <laughs> yeah <a bowl. laughs> it was so bad and you know no, the worst man. part was that the kid who was playing the kid I was just so sure that he was convinced that he was awesome. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just imagine him like they saying cut Wow, that was great. And him going, I could probably actually rap. I was doing yeah. really good. <laughs> he's going to, he's going to be,
2: walking uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix trying to get music career. Yeah. I'd take Joaquin
0: Phoenix's rap album over Jeff that. Bridges
2: putting do? out a record after yeah, crazy yeah. heart. I think that these kids felt most contrived because of their dialogue whoever whoever wrote them they were not writing for teenagers they were writing for what they needed these teenagers to be to make this movie and the
0: teenagers played them miserably right it's like the you know they put all this advanced vocabulary into the mouth of this girl and she was supposed to you know be a type a sort of rigid uh like Lisa Simpson type, and oh, it was just awful to yeah. watch. It's like, why do you like the pizza delivery man? He has kind eyes. Yeah. What the heck am I watching? <laughs> what is this? <it? laughs> He's kind. He has kind eyes. When she came,
3: she on. doesn't have a father figure. That's, I that's would what she, she get it. No, and the that, kids, and the kids, kids, kids suck. I understood
1: nothing good. about the kids. The backstory
2: on the kids was okay. I thought, <clears> I thought that there was again some solid, like big picture writing, but the execution was weak. But when they were talking about the dad and the 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 son was talking about that story of him playing football and he froze out yeah, there and the dad awful. left right out But then they managed to loop that back into the final scene. That's, I think uh. that Shyamalan had a ton, a ton of these really interesting ideas floating in the air and he did manage to tie them together really well in the end. But the execution... And like the scene to scene dialogue was just so poor and contrived didn't, it, didn't, it makes didn't me think natural. though because
0: we were just talking about signs before we started and we'll talk about it again in a second but think about it like this compare some of that stuff to like for example a movie like signs which is easy because it's got two kids in it it's got like a broken family dynamic and it's got like a couple of quirky, oddball scenes, for example, like when when they go into town and Mel Gibson like goes to the pharmacy and that girl wants to confess everything because she thinks the world is ending, and uh, Joaquin Phoenix's character goes into the like um, recruiting station, and the and the guys like telling him about like I know what they're doing. It's a military remover, uh, maneuver, and both of those scenes are played like they're supposed to be kind of funny and offbeat. And that was when Shyamalan had this like kind of style that was really recognizable. And, uh, and there's two kids and they both do weird things like, uh, you know, the little girl with her, she has all kinds of silly things. she was funny and cute and all that stuff. Yeah. So it just makes you, th- it makes me think like it's, you can have all these great ideas. Maybe some of that stuff seemed a lot less dumb when it was in a screenplay. But then when you actually get it out there, it can either go really well where like the, the family drama stuff in signs with about the, you know the widower and how their family had been broken up about it like that was really harrowing like it yeah it it could jerk a few tears and everything and the kids were fine they were cute and pleasant to watch they Mm -hmm. acted well too yeah but some of that stuff those those kids were much better (laughs) because they
2: were they were actually acting as kids would
0: behave yeah even if they were kind of strange Strange you know what i'm saying they were like quirky kids you know, but believable. But they were believable. That's the big difference. These kids were not believable. They were so contrived, and the stuff they gave them to say was just so awful. The, mm-hmm. the papa and nana, or whatever, they were fine. They were yeah. like believable and they creepy. were great. I yeah. think
1: that the nana especially was a really good actor. Oh, she <laughs> was the standout, best part of the entire movie. But she's the, the only she's what makes me like the movie. Yeah, she was great. She was super entertaining and creepy. But
2: um, I think that. <laughs> she probably had the most room to actually fit into that character. The rest of them, it was like they were forced to act a certain way and it just wasn't
0: normal. Oh, my gosh. Their interviews in particular those kids. Yeah. So. Yeah.
3: That was a bit much. Here's The thing is, my only problem with the movie, <laughs> my big problem with the movie, was the ending. After uh, the twist was great, and then the resolve of what happened after the twist was dumb. Yeah, the confrontations. Yeah, it was like, okay, yeah. now yeah. we understand she's the a crazy lady, and she's like just crawling around the room. Yeah, and that, wasn't, know, like, that was a lot of cliche horror. They That's forced when it, it turned, to become even
2: yeah. more paranoid That's when activity. it got really bad. And yeah. I'm, I'm sitting there watching it while these white arms are coming
3: up over onto the bed from underneath, and I'm thinking, this is not scary. This, this yeah, is not this working. At this point, we
0: know it's a sick lady. It's not a yeah. they,
3: Exactly, and then it had to be like a stabbing with... Her first, she had to look at herself in the mirror. That was and then, <laughs> that was so stupid. she had to right. face herself in the and mirror. And
0: then they like they're dragging out that scene with Pop Pop and the in the kid down in the downstairs. What could have been truly horrifying? I thought yeah. that's what they and were doing, and yeah. it became goofball. He was like yeah. rubbing <laughs> a poopy diaper in his face <laughs> and being like, "You got you don't like germs, do you?" And it, it was, was like, yeah. it you know the a lot of people argue that the problem with horror movies is when they over explain themselves they, they cease to be horrifying Right. and there's a place for like reveals and things like that but it seemed like they didn't know when to stop
3: yeah, that's that was a problem. Yeah.
0: So it, like it kept wallowing in the reveal after the reveal had lost its steam. If you know, like you, we could have still had some of those great moments, like when she went in the basement, she found the corpses down there. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Good that writing. was cool. And the and the you know the uniforms. She realized it was a psychiatric hospital, not. But just she had spell. to read the label out loud. So we yeah, know that was painful. <laughs> um, but that stuff was was cool, and even some of the little. Um, lines that they gave them to you know feed off of the crazier stuff they said earlier like when he's like the thing the white thing with yellow eyes is real you know or something like that i was like that's still kind of creepy because it's just like oh that's the kind of thing deranged people say um but then they had him go on and on and rub a dookie diaper but the
2: backstory on these two patients was kind of left untold a little bit and i think i liked that a lot because they had that that bit about the well yeah, and they were right. staring down into it, right? And he was seeing the white thing with the yellow eyes, and she was family of fox burying did. people underwater. Yeah, and she, she put, said they that said they, said they put, put their her kids, kids in, in suitcases right. and true. threw them into the well. And I thought that's great because there's no there's no other explanation, but that's all we need. We know they're crazy, and we know that
0: there's just yeah right. Yeah, that, that was, was mercifully sparing yeah. with the exposition there. But it's
2: almost like I, I, I'm i sure they shot extended scenes explaining those things about the, the mama, the mm-hmm. nana, and pop-pop. And then they said, we got to cut
0: some of this out. Yeah. And thank God they did. <laughs> it's a, its almost like they thought, now, now that the twist is there, they'll be really scared. So the Yahtzee scene, that was still fine. That was like enough for a little bit of tension, even um, though yeah, the performance yeah. were so miserable. But then when it's like, Rapidly switching back and forth to her in the room being stalked by right. a ghost or like the thing from the grudge, which is yeah. just this sick old lady. Yeah. And then why did, and she has to like stab her to death in the neck like it's Friday the 13th or right. something. And then that grandpa's down there for a moment, you think, like, is he going to molest this kid because he's, he's taking, taking off his pants? His pants. And yeah. I was like, whoa, this is getting that unbelievably <laughs> dark. Yeah. Um, but he just wants to rub poo poo on him.
1: Yeah. And that whole scene was very just. Boring. They kept cutting back to him. The kid's doing nothing. He's just standing frozen. there frozen. Yeah, he froze up. And you never even you never even see you don't see him being scared. You just see the back of his body the whole time. Right. And then, then he snaps in the face, and, yeah. and then and he and then he doesn't bashes say bashes
2: pop pops head in yeah. the refrigerator. Do you think that's possible? Can sure. you bash
1: someone's head in with a refrigerator? Well, I don't know. I mean, did, did he kill him? Or I did don't know. Like, probably
0: just like injure him. him.
1: But the whole like. Now now my chance. Daredevil, to tackle. Which pop-pop was also in. Yeah. Was well I think that that that, that, <laughs> that
2: moment where the kid snaps and he's reliving the, that uh, that experience from the football field is back. clever writing. When you put it on paper initially you say yes this is good but when they filled in the gaps and they tried to execute it it yeah. just
0: didn't
1: work. It did not.
0: Yeah. I want to know this before we m- move on from the thumbs up and thumbs down of The Visit and get into the rest of his movies. What, you guys all said that, like, you were tense and scared. What about this movie was even remotely scary to you other than the twist? We all agree that the twist was pretty creepy. To, so, to me,
1: yeah. just grandma on the screen is was tense for me. Just Like, so know. when
0: she was wiping down the table and everything, you're like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what is
1: she going to do next with that
3: rag (laughs) 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 it's little things like when they were under the house and grandma galloped past them you know that was scary that was real scary uh to me when it was like the (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it was to me yeah grandma's chasing. and then like when you hear the sounds it it turned into like the paranormal activity thing like oh it's this time or the amityville thing where it's like oh it's this time of night let's listen for the sounds and they always open the door yeah it's like oh what's it gonna be and there's always creepy things like she's scratching and she's all naked or yep. she's running around or she tries to crawl and they have to shut the door really fast that yeah. little stuff makes the whole thing tense and then she's like you got to get in the oven get further yeah. back and oh no, that like, oven thing is no. so stupid yeah, i like that, that.
2: oven thing the was, tension was the tension with that oven thing just was not there no and then right then when she finally gets all the way in she closes the door for a second and then opens it what no there there it really the in?
3: first time she crawls in there and you can see her like tightening up the napkin she's holding like she's holding back from doing something yeah. awful that's what Grandma's the part. but then she no. actually got the chance to close the door on her and she just opened it
0: again and let her it was, out. She's crazy. Like, yeah, it's all crazy. building up this to is, nothing. This is why that oven was so pointless. It was pointless in the trailer. It was pointless in the movie, is because of the how forced and contrived the movie seems. I know it's not going to do anything um, to surprise me. One, it's PG thirteen, so it can't yeah. be anything really scary or upsetting in any way. And two, like. This movie is not going to be brave enough to kill off one of those kids or have them in the oven. So even if they do get in the oven, they can only be for two seconds. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Did anyone ever really think that that girl was going to get stuck in the oven and have it turned on? on No. No. Even when she shut the door, I was thinking, "Eh, she'll be out in one second.
2: Yeah. Sure. I think M. Night brought in some really great elements of horror. Um, but he had to dumb them down for PG-13. Right. And when he tried to actually stitch all these elements together, it just didn't work. Like he, There was stuff that was really great, like the naked grandma throwing up She's downstairs great. and scratching at the wall. Oh, yeah, and when she was throwing up. That was yeah, cool. That was and dad. when she turned around and walked away after coming out of the beneath yeah. the house and her butt was showing. <laughs> this lady's yeah. crazy, and I'm creeped out by her. Yeah. But it just... There were so many moments where it was so contrived when she jumps up in front of the camera. That and then, was awful. That and w- then she carries it with her and sets it down so that the door is in frame. And walks she in has front of night. it with a knife. That's when <laughs> yeah. I was like, stop. Did she put it back? <laughs> stop.
0: Yeah, yeah she wouldn't put she it back much. on the shelf. She wanted them to be able to find it the next morning. It's so like they watched the footage. To
3: me, those cool moments weren't outweighed by the bad, bad moments. Uh, I'm,
0: I'm, they would ruin it for me. Yeah, I can't. I don't know how. There were like two good moments yeah and then there was an hour and 25 minutes of the rest of the the bad moments were just just (laughs) just so bad here's the thing too is because for all intents and purposes this is a horror movie right yeah yeah Yeah. so the problem with that is that when you're dealing with a pg-13 a pg-13 horror movie can be creepy and it can have stuff that like makes you go whoa you know that pops out like things like the ring or the you know the grudge or whatever else has been PG-13 and it has been kind of like oh that's even even signs is PG-13 it's not a straightforward horror movie but they were like it was thrilling and scary
2: Yeah I would call his earlier catalog more
0: suspenseful than horror Yeah, yeah it's a thriller if you like yeah. that and that suspense is enough to really make you
2: uncomfortable
0: and right. kind of twist and turn in your seat So when he's like going full tilt at least his way into what seems like a horror movie um, there just can't really be for me to be horrified and not even with the fact that I'm desensitized from a lot worse horror movies, I have to like f- be afraid of what the filmmaker's willing to do. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you have to be like, I don't know what I'm going to see next and not, not like it's disgusting or upsetting per se, mm-hmm. but you just have to know or have to be afraid of what's coming not even like uh, the, the movie or story itself, like true horror is horrifying. And so the, you watch something like this and I knew those kids weren't in, in any real danger. The only time that I right. felt like something scary might happen, something horrifying might happen, is that great moment where um, he turns the corner and... Pop Pop has his mouth on a shotgun. Yeah, that was... And he's like, I'm just cleaning it. That (laughs) was like a creepy... That was a creepy moment. But then then
2: even the dialogue in that moment was so bad and weak. He's like, oh, I I was just cleaning it. Yeah, it was lame.
0: I was just just cleaning it. It It was was just in... As a concept, it was kind of like... Designated. Oh, okay. I don't know what they're <laughs> going to do. keep saying
2: that over and over as a concept. It's so smart and so clever, but the execution was just so Yeah, I would argue start to bad. finish,
0: the execution was abysmal and near unwatchable except for the twist.
2: It's almost like they should get Shyamalan just trying to write and then getting someone that's actually good at directing. To come hmm. in, maybe well, him when good he was at younger. Director. We've seen some. He's great really good at directing, but apparently he just can't, he can't combine them anymore because he's yeah, a very clever not. writer, and he's also got a, a, a like a brilliant style, at least in his earlier catalog of directing.
0: And it's truly original. Everyone yeah, like but it's just, He just used can't. to get pumped when they, a new trailer would come out and say yeah. the, the guy who made the sixth sense and Sha- everyone would be like, heck right. yeah, heck get yeah. Get hyped. Shyamalan. Yeah. <laughs> Shyamalan. But what it just happened. For whatever dog?
2: reason he can't do them together anymore. What let happened? him write, let someone else come in and refine his script. And then maybe let him shoot. He just um, needs someone to help him edit these things and refine them.
0: When has there been a director that has lost their mojo with that abrupt of a
3: decline? Well, what was it? The happening, you think? Well, I think Lady, lady in, the in the Water lady was a little light. like yeah, that was, what was that, and uh, then that was his chance to so like okay, that's this weird one. But then it just got worse. If yeah. if he would have came back strong after that, you'd just been like, oh, that's just like. Yeah. I well, left, so anyways, but I left. Lady this in, is
2: this is good stuff. We need to save to rank. Yeah, okay, you're right. You're right. Let's, so let's let's wrap up the visit.
0: So yeah, the visit is like, um, it's it's. I feel a bit like uh, the the conversation we had about Quentin Tarantino and It Follows. You know he watched it, and he probably obviously he loved it follows a lot more than we liked yeah. the visit, but he was frustrated with it not because uh he thought it was bad but because he liked it as an idea so much that he wanted it to be as good as it could possibly right. be.
2: He said he was frustrated that a great movie was only good,
0: yeah, yeah, that a good
2: movie wasn't great
0: and with the visit, I feel like I'm frustrated that a great premise and a great story was not just not great, it was awful, and I gotta be honest. The, the cherry on top of that turd was what they made us watch during those credits. We've yeah. already seen him rap twice. Yeah. And then the kid summarizes the, the movie worst. with yeah. a rap. That was like Shyamalan coming on the screen and flipping the audience off. That's, that's, so bad. That's true. I that that definitely,
3: definitely, yeah. definitely <laughs> well, <laughs> give you that
2: one. Let's acknowledge that ending because what we're watching is found footage. Mm-hmm. It's her, We're watching her final documentary about her, her visit to Nana and Pop Pop's house. And she finished the documentary and used the footage of her stabbing a woman to death with a mirror. Yeah. And then footage of her brother smashing a man's head in a refrigerator. She used that footage. So she watched it a ton. She watched it a ton, edited it down. And then as she's running outside to the cops, she starts playing her mom's favorite musical over it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't the, play by the police rules. didn't confiscate the, the no, tapes or no. anything. She's,
1: she can do with it as she pleases. And then instead of being scarred horrifically for the rest of your life, the kid <laughs> writes a rap about getting a crazy man's duty <laughs> Man, diaper in his a, face. A <laughs> crazy and about how weekend he presumably killed him.
4: <laughs> right. We had a crazy right. weekend and and pop-ups. So. Together
0: they killed both grandparents presumably. And then the, it was so insulting the way they had her looking in the mirror to brush her hair at the same time. It's like, oh my God, I get it. it. it." You
2: managed to find some sort of emotional healing in this absolutely horrific, traumatizing week with your grandparents. It
0: could have been, it would have been not even Mm -hmm. brave. It would have been just more consistent to in a PG 13 way, have the kids leave the experience scarred or scared or have it end with them in the rain. You don't have to show us that. Getting in the cop car, let it end there.
1: But, but my brother insisted. <laughs> yeah, that, that we show that, that, That's, that's and why in I the rap
2: he tried to explain away why they're not traumatized. He said it took me three weeks of counseling and washing my face. Yeah, two two dev bars. But but, but <laughs> let me tell you, poop does not taste like chicken. Yeah, that's give a me
0: a break. <laughs> that is, uh, that's probably true. It's, had, it's like
3: Shyamalan did, was laughing did at Shyamalan us. Shyamalan,
1: write the
0: rap.
3: <laughs> I'd like to think so. Are you
0: listening to us, Mr. Shyamalan?
3: Did you write that rap? We know. I hope you are, Shyamalan, because here's what I'd say. Uh, good try. Um, <laughs> it wasn't your best, but I had a good time with if it. If you're listening, Shyamalan,
2: just know we, we really respect your ideas. <laughs>
0: You're very yeah, scared. and we
3: get to this countdown. You're gonna hear how much we love your movie. You're movies, very but, smart, yeah. creative guy, and we we all gave
0: you money. We we're worried about that's you. We <laughs> all <always laughs> went. That's true. That's we true. That's we true. Even about after we heard you.
3: the bad reviews, Garrett and I still went. Yeah. yeah, this is <laughs> an intervention. All four of us have <laughs> already
0: pre-ordered the Blu-ray. This is an intervention. I watch it again when it comes out. I'll experience it a second time. I won't yeah.
1: rush to it.
3: I None definitely won't all. buy
1: it. None of us have pre-ordered the Blu-ray. Mm. yeah uh, anyway (laughs) anyway,
3: let's move on to I'm gonna stick to my thumbs up I think that the problems I acknowledge the problems that it it wasn't the premise wasn't executed as well as it could but I don't think to me the problems didn't overshadow the cool parts which you still haven't really (laughs) no I said (laughs) the cool parts were the whole story of the twist at the end, obviously, was yeah, a we great all twist. A, we all agreed on the twist. great twist. And then you're seeing these creepy elderly people do these bizarre things that they're constantly explaining as not being crazy. Is because they're old people yeah. and we have like a reason to understand that because the mom hadn't seen them in so long. So you're constantly thinking, are they really crazy or are they just weird old people?
0: Here's a question. How do they go from seemingly so stable... When the, at the beginning of the week to like they're just running on empty, bat crap insane because <laughs> they realize
1: that the kids are leaving today.
0: Yeah, so they are being triggered. Right. it's
3: yeah. like it's the last night. That's what made that part kind of tense too. It's our yeah. last night together. Well, do you, crap that, you. do you think
2: that their plan all along was to kill them?
3: I think well, so. Yeah, because
0: yeah. the grandpa said we're all going to die tonight. So then I put uh, when he locked him in the when he locked her in the bedroom. Yeah. Uh, so I was thinking to myself. Maybe when he was, you know, about to shoot himself, he was about to bail out early, because they had planned to all die anyway.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: we're making it sound a lot scarier than we're it really making the. Yeah. We're
3: doing the work for him now. All right, let's move on. We all love to visit. Thumbs it has down problems, but we're into it. Thumbs down.
0: <laughs> all right, now um, when we do the ranking from here on, let's try not to. Well. Yeah, let's try not to spoil The Visit. You've had time to see the other movies, and we'll warn you that we're spoiling all of them. Anyway, so does anyone have a list? Someone have a list of his entire film? Yeah, should we just
2: start from the beginning with him? Yeah, let's do um, that. Thumbs up,
3: thumbs, thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> so this
2: this is... I'm glad we're moving on. The Visit was, <laughs> was a bummer, but now we get to move on to better days. That's
1: right. Great memories. A bummer, but we all
2: liked most of the movie. Garrett, let's agree. celebrate by splitting and a cookie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And this will be a, a time of celebration. Now, now we can move past our Ooh, morning thank you. into laughter yeah. and... Laughter?
4: Loud-eyed. Laughter?
3: That's not how I remember this first few movies. <laughs> no, they're not comedies. I'm thinking of Stuart Little, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was cute. Write <laughs> yeah.
4: right now, right now, that down.
2: No, this... this the, what we're about to do now is rank uh, the directorial roles of M. Night Shyamalan.
0: Which we assume is his real name, Millhouse Knight, Shyamalan. What year was that? Does anyone have ninety-nine? Ninety-nine. Yeah, so that was the end of the nineties, and I remember. Can someone <laughs> do the math on that real quick? Well,
2: let's all remember where yeah. we were in ninety-nine. Can you fact check that? Check, <laughs> check the math. Stockpiling for Y two K.
1: Yep.
0: But I remember that year and how long ago that was. But I, and the conversations that were happening around there was a lot of hype around the Sixth Sense. And yeah. unfortunately, we've we've talked about this in several episodes. Yeah, it was the movie cinematic that landmark. If you didn't catch, it was going to get spoiled for yeah. you. Yeah, we said that. Um, what
2: is it? Uh, second one for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Empire, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. That in Empire Strikes Back, when Darth Vader reveals that he is Luke's father, that is like that is the most the biggest twist of all spoiler time of all time. And this film, The Sixth Sense, is the second, very yep, close behind, because that. everybody I mean, that's
0: pretty definitive is yeah. <laughs> is
2: always ruining this movie for everyone. Yeah. And, and they're constantly quoting it, too. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, great, it was no man.
0: exception for me. I had it spoiled before I saw it. Yeah, me Went too. Went to see it, and I still really enjoyed it.
3: Yeah. yeah. I didn't know what I was getting into. Tyler, you said early, that you didn't think of his early movies as horror movies. You didn't see this one as a horror this movie. This one,
2: yeah, this one is probably... I feel like in in like structure, all his movies are horror movies, but he plays them out more based on suspense than gore or violence. Um Sixth Sense does portray like deaths
0: but it has some shock shocking, and, yeah, some yeah. shocking
2: scenes but it it's probably even still built more on su- on suspense sure but i would say it's the closest to horror it, it's yeah, a pretty horror to, movie to yeah, me yeah
0: and well because
2: of the nature of what it's actually dealing with it's going yeah. directly with death especially and ghosts, supernatural, supernatural haunted house yeah.
0: kind of vibe that it has I like to think of The Sixth Sense and a lot of Shyamalan's movie as horror movies because I like to think of those uh, types of movies included within the larger spectrum of horror movies. Because if you think about movies from especially from the 70s and 80s, like um, Rosemary's Baby or Alien... Um, there are movies that we have no problem calling a horror movie but Rosemary's Baby <laughs> is like Mia Farrow wandering around the house it's a slow <laughs> burn and uh, <laughs> and there's nothing like shocking or violent uh, save for one little scene it's
2: yeah. got that furry hand it's but you got think a furry it's just because hand. of the nature of the film right. because of yeah, the and subject I think matter there
0: was a time when we were much more comfortable just being like yeah it's horror because it's scary you know what I mean uh-huh. or there's, a, there, there's something horrifying okay. about it Even The Exorcist, which has a ton of like shock value in it, uh, is not like Friday the 13th or Saw or Paranormal Activity. Um, And uh, even the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which because of its name and its legacy, you just think of like a never-ending bloodbath, but there's almost no blood in the movie. Mm. (laughs) And it's mostly just creepy stuff. So um, when I think of movies now that we're really, uh, audiences don't like to call horror movies, whether it's like The Sixth Sense or Black Swan those to me are like straight up horror movies. Um, but if you like psychological thriller or whatever sound, yeah. we yeah. usually use psychological thriller if we don't want it to sound dumb. Because when you say horror movie, we think right. of saw. So right. we say psychological you think thriller. Of
2: Chainsaw Massacre.
0: Yeah, it sounds more sophisticated and grown up. And, and uh, I think that arguably these are a little more sophisticated. Oh, yeah. yeah. These absolutely. are all psychological
1: thriller. Yeah.
3: And the sixth sense is so important because it's like a. It doesn't do anything that hasn't been done before. It's got the twist and dealing with ghosts and stuff, but it does it so well, and it influences so much after it. Did yeah, so I, many parodies.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: I think that Shyamalan, in his first
2: big film here, mm-hmm. nothing before it, <laughs> <laughs> did did really well did really well to create a style all his own, because he's known for that slow pan and that kind of. Quiet dialogue, it's, everything's a little understated and subtle, and it actually works really well to build mm-hmm. suspense and tension.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I got to tell you, that the, uh, you, to watch it now, and you're thinking like, oh, this guy's only made apparently one other movie. We were thinking of it as his first movie back then, but that that, that is a promising first movie. Mm-hmm. Think, Man, yeah, right. this guy's got a bright future ahead of him, yeah. and he did for a he while. He did. He had some great movies. So he followed The Sixth Sense up with Unbreakable. Unbreakable
2: which was in 2000.
0: Hmm. We wow, survived goodness. Y2K. It came out the following year? Yeah, 2000. Yeah. Holy cow. I wonder what that... They must have been it's in production just back to back. Trucking. Unbreakable is a fantastic
2: movie. Unbreakable is good. And I'm going to surprise you all when I say it's number one on my list. No, that's Whoa. wrong. woo
3: That's goodness. <coughs> Unbreakable,
2: number
0: one. I can't say where it is until I nuance out what's above it, Uh-oh. but i would put several things above unbreakable and several no yeah. no no that's yeah dirty. and un- yeah. unfortunately At this might have affected two. it i don't i can't <laughs> tell who can say but Three. i i only saw unbreakable about 2 years ago for the first time it was hmm. missing from my really? M. night shyamalan and someone so i told but uh, it's so good Josiah, it's so clever our i friend think Josiah forced me he gave me a copy <laughs> of it and said go and watch this right now
2: do you think that because of unbreakable being a superhero movie um and only seeing it recently amongst all the other noise of superhero movies that it kind of affected the way that you perceive Maybe. it.
0: Maybe. I mean, I, I definitely, I didn't dislike it at all. I'm just, you know, I like a lot of those other ones so much and I had a, you know, an experience mm-hmm. that cemented in time watching I think, them.
2: I think that Unbreakable's take on that whole superhero genre is done so well. It's so clever and it's so realistic what, what The Visit fails to do, I think Unbreakable does so well because he's like a reluctant superhero that has to be convinced of his,
0: of oh. his powers. Mm-hmm. And Samuel L. Jackson's performance is oh, awesome. He was so, so great.
2: Yeah. So great in that, yeah. 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 It what really a, what is. What a it's brilliant, just a great superhero movie. Yeah, it's a really, really great superhero movie. And I think that had you had seen it at least before this whole Marvel Universe explosion, you could appreciate it a little more for at you least... going to do me like that, man? No. <laughs> you could... I feel like anybody, if anybody hasn't seen it yet, that their, their, their perspective of a superhero movie is just so skewed now by what Marvel is doing that <laughs> when do Unbreakable like that. came out at the time that it was released, it, it's, it was so groundbreaking compared to the other superhero movies that were,
3: we're trying. It. Yeah. What's so great about it is a lot of the superhero today movies are still trying to do is make it grounded. Where you can relate to it more, like right. the Dark Knight movies do it well and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Chris Nolan tried pretty that. Hard. I think that the, the f- best before any of them were. Even yeah, trying. It's, yeah.
2: It's like it is grounded. You don't have to think twice. Like, right. oh, this is this movie is so unrealistic. It's like you don't. It's so natural. It's, it's Man, not really.
0: He really likes Unbreakable. Okay. It's his favorite it's one. His favorite one. Yeah.
2: And I feel like a lot of the subtleties in Unbreakable are so good that like. He tried to do similar things in later movies like The Village and Signs, which I also love, but he didn't do as well as he did in Unbreakable. Like, there's that scene that kind of starts the movie with uh, Bruce Willis sitting in the hospital, and he is great scene. He's only one of two survivors Mm -hmm. in that moment, where he's sitting on the bed, and the doctors are just astounded at his physical condition, and the only other person that they actually got out of the wreckage is in the room. And he's there, that body is in the foreground and they're trying to do what they can for it. And as you're looking past that body to Bruce Willis and the conversation they're having, there's a pool of blood that just gets bigger and bigger and bigger in the survivor in the foreground. And it's so subtle and brilliant when you look back and you realize, oh crap, oh, crap. He, now he's the only survivor. And this the gravity of this movie has just hit you in the
0: face. Man, that's a great
1: pitch for <laughs> that's good,
0: yeah, I'm About to go for watch it. Well, let's put that in. <laughs> yeah. man.
3: And they do a lot of that stuff throughout. It's like really slow, like realizations and come out. <laughs> Bruce right.
0: Willis. You know, I, I don't have any beef with Bruce Willis. He's in some great stuff. But sometimes Bruce Willis does this like sleepy-eyed Bruce Willis performance. <laughs> and this is probably the <laughs> quintessential sleepy Bruce Willis <laughs> performance. It's great. It's yeah. like the way he plays the the vulnerability of the character and like the yeah. uncertainty of him is great. But he's like his eyes are barely open. He's whispering through the whole movie you know the He's depressed the only movie i know of that do a similar take uh on unbreakable at all let alone succeed at it which i felt like it does succeed is chronicle chronicle yeah sure. um does almost uh i don't want to say the exact same thing but the exact same approach to like what would it really be like if something like this were yeah. naturally occurring mm-hmm. in the world and how would that affect people and an and utterly convincing and interesting throughout mm-hmm. uh, chronicle was big on that, and I would not be surprised if that guy was massively influenced by. I'm sure. Unbreakable. I'm sure most yeah. of
3: these superhero movies were influenced by Unbreakable in some way. And it was
2: yeah, it, the even the way that they crafted that character that Bruce Willis played, where he was <laughs> un- Unbreakable, where he he had to go back into his past and consider all the times that he experienced pain and he couldn't except for the one um and then like they actually had to determine you know what is his weakness which is so traditional to the superheroes and it's mm-hmm. water and and you realize that yeah this is <laughs> like, this has gone on in his life undetected for so long that like it makes so much sense that that people like this could exist in society and not realize it mm-hmm. and Samuel l jackson's like on his relentless pursuit to find him is actually paid off. And then the reveal, especially with him as the villain is so shocking and exciting. that It's it's not even a twist. It's like a big reveal and you're like, yes, that makes sense all along.
0: So let me ask you this then, you know, the movie sets itself up um, as though there's much more story to tell after mm-hmm. that. and And appropriately so people have always asked if there will ever be, Another Unbreakable. Do you think that, like, uh, we're lucky that there hasn't been, or would you be interested to go further down that road? Let's just pretend that his movies haven't gotten bad. You know what I mean? Like, and in theory, he could make another movie of that quality. Uh, You know, he could or couldn't. If if I
2: still had trust in M. Night Shyamalan's filmmaking, I would be excited to see another one. Um, But I I would be hesitant. Yeah, I don't think I would
3: because then you'd have to see that guy fight. And like really there's, like, yeah, It's like shot. there's
0: a, nowhere to go but a more but, traditional but superhero route after that.
3: That's true. But the way that it ended
2: with Samuel uh, L. Jackson was just that he was arrested, you know? The cops came in and they took him
0: away. I know, but what's what's going to happen now? What's Bruce Willis going to be up to? He's just going him? back to security job.
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, sounds like we wrapped it up nice. <laughs> Unbreakable,
0: you know, and if you did skip ahead and you missed all the stuff that we talked about the visit, I think Tyler's long... Pitch for that great opening scene is one of the reasons that um, the found footage concept is a bad idea because, under the right circumstances, and apparently with the right team, M Night Shyamalan is capable of some like really stunning visual stuff yeah. and dramatic cinematic approach to visual filmmaking that's really effective instead of like forcing it into a freaking webcam. Yeah, right. so. As
3: we see in his next movie, science.
0: I'm gonna go ahead and put this out there right now. Silence is easily my favorite.
3: Yeah, I'm agree. That's with
2: fine. That. Yeah, you, it makes sense. You <laughs> okay, would have, I'm
3: allowed have to the popular <laughs> decision. What? That's popular? Oh people,
0: yeah, that's clearly the. Popular it's common decision. knowledge. No, people. I think.
3: I think either Sixth Sense or Unbreakable or the popular. That's favorites. what I think. You think Unbreakable is the popular? Yeah, because no, even
0: no, in no. the uh, even in the Honest trailer for the happening, they're like. You loved
1: the Sixth Sense and Unbreakable. You liked parts of Signs. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird to me. I think that the yeah. populace doesn't see Unbreakable in the top two.
3: It seems to be the, three.
1: the less seen
0: of his. The
3: underground one is like the cool guys like it. You cool. know? Yeah, yeah, that's why. I chose. You got to be hip. That's exactly. That's why Tyler. Like. Oh, yeah, yeah I, Unbreakable number one,
2: and I think this is going to upset you. Signs
0: number three. Number three, we haven't must have not made it to number two yet. No, nope, we haven't got there yet.
2: Well, Signs,
0: we haven't made it to any of my two or threes yet. I don't think so. The Signs is number one. And I got to tell you, I had so much fun in the theater.
3: This is one of my most fun movie theater going experiences. Signs is a lot of fun. It's so good.
0: It was such a thrill. And the the audience was like totally into it, like yelling, but not in a knuckleheadish way. It was just a blast, yeah. and everything really, really worked on me from that first big uh, like pop out where you know you With have that, that line of
1: part. Oh, the, never mind. What were you thinking
0: <laughs> when the alien, you first Jumping time the you see the
1: alien at the birthday party?
3: Oh no! Said, that you said pop out. I'll that think. was
0: absolutely chilling. But yeah, when right? she's like, there's when a you monster it, it,
3: sounds silly, but it was terrifying."
1: <laughs> yeah, <at the laughs> when party. you see that alien at the birthday yeah. party, <laughs> he comes out. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> when she's
0: like, "There's a monster outside my window. Can I have a drink of water?" Yeah. And he like looks out the window, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and there's just s- a shape on the. For a second, I was like, "On the what barn, The right? heck, yeah!" It was horrifying. Really great. But and that birthday party scene was I've never seen something like yeah. that done in a movie
1: because it's found footage it found should, footage. should not be that scary
0: yeah. even right. the way that they hype it up and you're not even experiencing it and neither is the character that you're relating to he's yeah. watching it on a TV you're
2: watching him watch something but I think that that birthday party scene is so scary because it's playing out like real life,
0: exactly. And like,
2: you're and you're affected by the reactions of all those little kids screaming, and the person on the camera sh- like flinching and yeah. shaking. Yeah, and, and then you're experiencing mm. it in the way that like you would be watching it on the internet or the news for us, at least these days, he was watching
0: it on TV well, yeah. where they
2: pause it and they zoom in and it's all grainy and it's just so yeah. spooky and eerie. And it's
0: like at that point when they're pausing it, it should cease to be scary, but it isn't. And no, I'm yeah. it keeps it's going, funny. I you're could, thinking, just oh, crap. Think this is oh, what it crap. would be like. It's yeah. becoming real. Yeah. 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 And um, a lot of
3: people hated Shyamalan for actually showing the aliens.
0: Oh, I didn't mind that. But at all. I think it worked no. well. It really yeah. Yeah. worked. You could see case. how well
3: he could balance stuff because it was, had such heavy emotional parts that you were invested in, and that you were with them about. All the characters had these crazy stories that were tied together and their own things, and it was scary and suspenseful, and it all worked together and made all of them even more effective. The the yeah.
0: the narrowness of the setting is the genius of the movie to me, because
1: I mean, he was the farmhouse.
0: Yeah, he openly said that um, Night of the Living Dead was one of his biggest influences, one of my favorite horror movies and I am legend the novel was one of uh his big influences which mm. was the influence for night of the living dead so and and all that is about like being confined to a place where there's some there's worldwide thing happening and what it would be like to be like we can't get out and we don't know exactly what's going on and like that's like a, such a terrifying setting uh for a scary movie and that it doesn't it doesn't allow you to step out into the world and see yeah. anything that your characters aren't seeing
2: yeah, there was a lot of uh, sub-plots in Signs that worked really well mm-hmm. for the movie. That That's why it's number one. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of things in the air with Signs, and you're wondering how they're all going to fall down into the right places at the end of the film, and Shyamalan does a great job of pulling them all together and threading them into yeah. one one seamless film. And it it's great seeing this, like inner conflict of mel gibson's character as a priest mm-hmm. who's angry with god but then has to like still depend on him to get through this issue
0: yeah yeah even the all the different tidbits i like the way you put it about like he puts a lot of things out there that you're like that must be noteworthy like the water or the fact that the kid's obsessed mm-hmm. yeah. with water the fact that you know his brother uh meryl 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 uh that he Swing away? yeah that Swing he was a baseball player that you know and they keep talking about how he Struck out more than anyone because he swung so much.
2: Yeah, he always um, swung for the fences.
0: Yeah, and uh, and you're like well, that must be significant. Um, but and I then don't the
2: kids too. There's a lot of subtleties with the kids that
0: come into play at the end.
2: Yeah, like the, the asthma, and then the girl with all the glasses of water.
0: By the time that you get to that scene where the mom is pinned to the tree, oh, man. yeah, it's rough. just like it's that scubby. is heartbreaking yeah, stuff, really and you is. feel it. And Mel Gibson plays that character so well. Yeah, I really miss
2: great. I miss young Mel Gibson. Same yeah, Mel Gibson. Yeah, same Mel Gibson offensive. because he was a solid actor and so likable. He he felt like, he felt almost to me when I was younger than like a like a, a father figure that you could like mm. respect. Yeah. And yeah. And he with. The way he ways. plays
0: that father and that priest with so much pain and brokenness yeah. and like he's just doing his best to hold it together because he's got a family. Uh-huh. It's really convincing, and Joaquin Phoenix's
3: performance is great. Yeah,
0: one of
2: his earliest. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that was the, so that was good. my exposure to him in glad- that and Gladiator. Yeah, you know? yeah. Gladiator. Uh, oh, well, Gladiator. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, not, it it does the crazy thing where it's all subtle and you know confined, and then at the end they're like running away from actual aliens in the house. Yeah. But even when it gets zany, you're still with it. You're like, yeah. Oh, this is By great. By that I time, like, you believe it all. Yeah, it goes into a perfect little. Uh, it works. Yeah. He, sets he, has it up these, good. he has these
0: beautiful moments of dialogue that explain the entire message of the movie. Yeah. Uh, but it's
2: not like on the nose. And exactly. It's not forced
0: like the, it's you not know, contrived. When, it when, feels they're, normal. when they're on that couch and they're having a conversation about like whether or not there's like some purpose to, or whether there's just chaos and randomness. And there's this funny bit where walking Phoenix talks about how he almost gets this girl. And then she threw up right when he went to take his gum out. And then Mel Gibson does this thing about, like, uh, the ugly, horrible way he saw his wife die and how everything's Uh random and chaotic. And you're like, oh, like, I get it. I get that's the moment where you realize why he is what he is now and where he has to go to overcome that. And it's all tied into an alien invasion. Brilliant stuff, man.
3: Really good. Come on.
2: There's a... (laughs) There's a great fan theory that they are not aliens; that they're actually demons. I re- I read that, and because of all the the religious undertones, the, being a priest and all the water being holy water, and like the wife's like premonitions almost or prophecies about how these characters have to react to overcome them. It's a mm-hmm. solid theory. Sure. And <laughs> I still think that movie was great too, but the aliens thing was it worked really well.
1: Yeah. It was great, love it. And M Knight makes a guest starring role. Yeah, he makes that cameo. Oh yeah, he
2: he actually has
0: an on screen character. He he put one in his closet or his yeah. pantry or pantry. something like that. Yeah. And I remember everyone in the theater being like, "Oh, that's him." Yeah. It's like,
2: but he has a cameo in all his films, right? Where was he in Sixth Sense? I don't recall.
3: I don't know. Was he? A,
0: he was a voice on a phone in one of them. Yeah, he was working in like a.
3: He directed all of them. He was the. Yeah. He was the
0: doctor he was a doctor in unbreakable mm-hmm. and he's definitely has a small part in the next movie the which village apparently was divisive the village among yeah. people
2: the village was what was it 2004 so 2 years Man, after that guy signs. was cranking
0: him out wasn't he
2: so 99 2000 and then once he hits 2000 it's every 2
0: years all the way up to 2010 stayed busy and he was making money for the studios boy yeah. joker was making money and uh, I loved The Village. I loved yeah, it the really first time really I saw too. it. And every time I've seen it since, I still don't see anything unlikable about it. It, yeah. was, great. So it was great.
3: It was good and suspenseful. It was a great plot. It was great acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was fun. It
2: stands the test of time, if you will. Uh, because they, I get it. Yeah. Because yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> so it, if, if I'm revealing my, my rankings as we go,
1: Village is number two for me. Village is my number two. Village is my number two. Or me gonna? too. <laughs> yeah. my village is just my big number two to the face. <laughs> 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 I, uh,
2: I think that Signs is is really well executed, such a, a brilliantly written movie, but the subject matter is not necessarily unique. Even in the film, they say it feels like War of the Worlds, or maybe it was The Day the Earth Stands Still, but they're like acknowledging... They're acknowledging that they are almost caught in this typical alien yeah. uh, takeover story. The village, however, is so astoundingly unique.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's yeah.
2: one of the most original premises. Yeah, That's that great. monster
3: was so cool. And then when she it was them, really they, cool. Yeah. And was. The costumes hanging up. I was like,
2: yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And so the, the obviously the famous twist is that they're they're not real. Well, there's a couple twists. They're not real monsters. And then they're not really. In, in some the 19th century mm-hmm. or 18th century, wherever and they're not really colonial yes. right. modern times. Yeah. yeah. So there's two kind of twists in there and it's kind of funny because the, the twist that they're really living in modern times is never revealed to the characters. It's just that the monsters are fake, yeah. but I was watching it recently and what's so, what's so great is that he reveals to us that the monsters are fake, but then we still have this terrifying encounter with a monster. We know it's fake. She's struggling to believe that they're fake and then we realize it's actually happening to her where she's being attacked mm-hmm. and how does how did he manage to write write this where he tells us they're not real and yet we're still terrified of them
0: yeah i know because when you're talking about when adrian brody puts on the thing yeah, and stalks her through the forest and he's
2: in the forest and then he falls in the pit
0: yeah yeah because it, it that
4: worked. i was
3: scared i was yeah. like are they real after all yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: Yeah, this is the first time we saw Jessica Chastain, too, right? Stop (laughs) it. That is our reoccurring bit. uh (laughs) Bryce. Bryce Dallas Howard and was she, really, oh, that's really right. good.
0: She's so fantastic in that movie, and it's not just because I know everyone left the movie with like a crush on her at that time because uh-huh. we were like seeing her for the first time. She the was cute so, blind girl. Yeah, she was so charming in the movie. But her performance. <laughs> Classic. Classic She's a cute, cute blind, blind girl. girl. Her performance was so good and so really authentic. Good. And the and like she and uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix had such charisma together. They had mm-hmm. a lot of chemistry on screen. Yeah, they did. And yeah. the village has second to the strangers one of the worst on-screen stabbings oh, I have seen in a movie. Yeah. It just feels so Jarring. real to me. Yeah. Like, yep, that's what it would be like. I was
2: watching it with some friends, and they audibly reacted in horror, like they recoiled and and, and like gasped. That's Especially so bad. And the when angle? he's pulling out. Yeah, when he's pulling out uh, slowly the first time. And I, when I was watching, it, I was like, "How they, how they do that? Mm-hmm. It must just be a fake torso. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't really stab Joaquin." <laughs> but but, but then, when Joaquin's right. on the floor and he's not talking, he's just kind of writhing in pain. And then Adrian Brody comes in again, and it's like, "Oh my gosh, that's horrifying."
0: Yeah, and he and the way Adrian Brody plays that character uh, is really convincing as well. He's good.
2: Yeah, that's he's an, good in that. It, this is an amazing cast in that mm-hmm. movie. It was. Sigourney Weaver, William Hurt. I really yeah. loved William Hurt. Yeah, he did such a great job. Joaquin Phoenix, Bryce Dallas Howard, Adrian Brody, Brendan Gleeson
0: is always mm-hmm. a fun addition to the, any movie. Any movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and say the uh, one y'all know you want to say. What? Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, and then Jesse Eisenberg shows yeah. up randomly.
3: Yeah, he it's stole it's the show. <laughs> <It's a> show. <laughs> he
2: had like two scenes it's sitting at the table. dinner table, and then he was the kid with his back
0: to the forest playing that game they love. Um and then Judy Greer was in it too. Judy Greer, I always forget about her. She's the one in the trailer in the trap door. Don't yeah, in.
3: she's in like every other movie that comes out now. Jurassic like. World.
0: Um, yeah, the the it. I think some of the contention people had about the village because I remember leaving a crowded theater and hearing people like, "Oh, so great," and some people being like, "That sucked." I think some people felt cheated by the twist. And I know our friend Josiah is one of them that he wanted those monsters to be real. He wanted it to be some kind of fantasy element to it. So he felt like the whole movie was undone by the twist. Hmm. Um, and I, under, I understand that like wanting the monsters to be real or, or, you know, feeling like, oh, that that removed the scariness of it. But I disagree because I'm with Tyler that even then he, somehow the monsters managed to stay scary yeah and they were still
2: time. living that experience of that old colonial lifestyle
0: yeah and it take it still takes them so long for after you know because they all have those boxes full of secrets and mm. you know that she's like he he tells her it is all farce and then sends her out into the forest and you're still like what's going on and then that shot of her like jumping the fence onto a paved road with yeah. cars
3: going by you're like what what you hear the sirens of the park ranger yeah, yeah.
0: that is so good that was yeah, like I yeah. agree
3: it does make the whole film undone undone but like in the best way where it uh, reframes yeah, yeah. it all uh, yeah. and you're like how do they get there? What happened? What are they doing? How crazy are they?
0: And then the M. Night Shyamalan is one of those park rangers sitting in the office. Yeah, there's his camera. You see his reflection in the glass.
2: Yeah. Which he's great at. He did a lot of reflection <clears throat> stuff back then. Like, <laughs> when you see in signs, you see the alien in the yeah. TV first oh, yeah. when he's in the room. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. He really well, a lot of love the village. Number yeah. two. If he
1: needed more fantasy, then <laughs> <laughs> the next film. <laughs>
0: so here's where the drop off starts to happen uh, and i gotta be honest i don't remember a uh, Lady in the water very clearly i saw it in theaters and once after that and i remember feeling like it was kind of convoluted and bizarre i remember being in the theater and thinking this is not as good as i'm used to this guy's movies being yeah. it didn't fascinate or draw me in and it doesn't need a twist per se because we'd already had signs that had no twist mm-hmm. but i was confused it was bizarre. It had that guy who only works out one side of his body. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was strange. And then it had that character who's like a movie critic that was clearly like M. Night trying to get his frustration with yeah, movie critics out. Yeah, he was working some stuff him. out there. And Bryce How ha- Howard was back. That was cool, but... As the... N- as nerf. the lady in the water. <laughs> she was a n- nerf. <laughs> she was a nerf. A narf. Nerf ball? Get it? It's yeah. sounds like nerf. I
2: get it. Uh, I <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> someone tell me in a nutshell what the movie was about. I mean it was like a pool. Read, this yeah, no, read this an way. official synopsis
2: of Lady in the Water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't have it, but I can get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that Lady in the Water um, was actually a really kind of fun um, ensemble cast where you have this wide range of characters and you have to kind of evaluate who they are and learn about their struggles and their gifts and stuff. And I thought it was kind of cool the way he tried to bring this community of characters together. And what was cool to me, I think when I was watching the movie for the first time is that I knew it was written by M. Night Shyamalan. It was like a bedtime story. He used to tell his kids and then he turned it into a movie. And I thought this is cool that he's able to take something that's totally unique and original and try and make something out of it. And I, I appreciated his his uh, bravery with that. I don't think it's his best, but I, mm. I enjoyed it. I think it's good. Um, it
0: didn't seem to stick the landing all the way. Right, no, I sort of respect it, yeah. but it's,
2: it. But here's here's what IMDb has to say. Apartment building superintendent, Cleveland Heap. <laughs> Stupid name. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Paul Giamatti played that character really well, well I thought. He's usually pretty good. Uh, apartment building superintendent, Cleveland Heap rescues what he thinks is a young woman from the pool he maintains. When he discovers that she is actually a character from a bedtime story who is trying to make the journey back to her home, he works with his tenants to protect his new friend from the creatures that are determined to keep her in our world.
1: Keep her in our world? Keep her in our world. Yeah. Yeah, because there's this whole...
0: Oh, she wants to go home. They don't want her to come home. Yeah, they're trying to... There's like a killer. wolf or something like that. There's, there's like a that long, thing from uh, Never Ending Story. There's a long scene of
2: exposition where Paul Giamatti's character, the, 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 the superintendent of the apartment complex, is trying to figure out who this girl is. And so he's getting the old Asian woman to tell the stories. And so they had this whole thing where they explain that Bryce Dallas Howard, who's basically just like a mermaid, is what... Existed of humankind living underwater and if whatever reason in the past Whatever reason in the past the people who lived in the sea Separated from the people on land because the people on land were corrupt and violent and greedy and so There's this big rift in the two societies and uh, Somehow the people underwater have these special abilities or powers to influence people on land and so she comes to the apartment complex to um, enlighten M. Night Shyamalan's character, who's a writer. And whatever, oh, yeah. whatever yeah. this is he's supposed to write is going to really like, change the world. It's gonna have such a dramatic influence on society. <sighs> that's exhausting. That she <laughs> has to <laughs> yeah, go. So I think that that's the issue, is that people had a hard time like really connecting with all these characters that he threw into his movie and a lot of people didn't want to do the work to try and keep up with them but i thought it was fun and quirky and weird and he took risks
0: yeah i think if it was a different director we wouldn't have been so strict with it but he's known for a lot more streamlined yeah simple sure. and if he
3: would have bounced back then you would have looked back and oh it's that weird when he did and maybe even appreciated it more but no that's how i look at it it's
4: that's just that that beginning one. The, the, b- the beginning, beginning of this trajectory down well
2: looking at it looking at it now you're like yeah that was the beginning of the end but even when I was watching and I thought, yeah, he just made a movie. He took a risk and he wanted to make this movie because he liked it. And I can, I can hang with it. Sure.
0: That. If that was his last movie, it would be kind of like a interesting and necessary. Like oh, yeah. that was when he got experimental,
2: but it's kind of like a weird blend of realism and fantasy where you're in this like very normal real world apartment complex and you're mixing in these like mystical creatures and it's, it's in ways I think it works because it's kind of quirky, but in other ways it's like it's kind of hard to accept.
0: Yeah, yeah. In the business, we call that low fantasy. Mm-hmm. Take that one home with you, Garrett. You can use that. Put that yeah. in your pocket. I call it friends. low quality.
3: I didn't like it. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. oh no! Before
1: we move on to the next one, he did. It was kind of interesting how he used the same actor for two movies, and then went on to the Bryce next. Bryce Dallas Howard. Well, he did Bruce Willis Bruce Willis Uh-huh
4: It's
2: Bruce Willis, Bruce uh, Willis Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix Yeah Bryce Dallas Bryce Hours, Dallas Howard uh, Bryce, R- Bryce uh, Dallas uh-huh. Howard Then who was in The Happening? Yeah, I don't know, that's, where it, that's okay. where it ended But uh, That's where, Matt, it, yes, okay. that if if is where it If Matt Hughes was, was here <laughs> If Matt Hughes was here, he would have a lot to say about Lady in the Water. He
0: claims that it's his favorite.
2: I don't believe him. You think he's just trying to be controversial? Yeah, I, I think, think he's trying. It's so. like punk a rock British thing.
0: <laughs> he's trying to be all punk and say that he has <laughs> British. Uh, he likes the weird
3: one. Uh, you got to.
0: But no one will ever say that The Happening is their favorite. Now, The ha- what Happening. When The Happening came out, what year was that? That must have been like 2010. Lady or something. in the Water was 06. Happening was 08. Oh, eight, man. Okay. Oh yeah, 2008. So I remember it was out. I this was, was
3: tr- his attempt to get back in it. He yeah. It like, oh, yeah.
0: because people thought he was out after Lady. Yeah. yeah. I
2: didn't think he was out. I thought happening, here right. comes happening. I said, oh great, we got another great but
0: movie. But people like hit the audience of Joe movie goer that were into all those movies and they say, oh, the guy who made this made another movie. I remember everyone being like, oh, I hated that mermaid one is what they would say. Mm. So then this one comes out and the way they promoted it looked like a return to form. Like he's doing his version of like a psychological horror movie um, with a mysterious premise that you just know there's got to be some twist in there or something Mm -hmm. like that. And the ad campaign, we actually just refreshed ourselves on the trailer. the trailer. The yeah. trailer doesn't look horrible. In fact, it looks it makes pretty it look interesting. Like a great movie.
3: Yeah, we got all excited like we got <laughs> excited for the visit. Just and like, then oh, uh, uh, be great?
0: we were traveling at the time, Patrick and I, and uh, a lot of folks we were meeting, seeing in our travels had gotten a chance to see it before we did. And they were coming back like uh, almost like with doomsday prophecies. Like, this thing is so, so bad don't yeah. go see it and we were like don't oh that's time. weird it must have just be these guys and then more it's and like more It's like the
3: fantastic four movie that came out this summer that's the same yes, reaction people yes were like getting. people were like
0: it's seriously so Everyone went unanimously ubiquitous hatred for this movie to the point where i started to think there's no way it's that bad it just really can't be <laughs> as bad as everyone's just <laughs> embellishing it and now everyone has to say it's bad so, when we finally got around to seeing it, I remember exactly like the night and where we were, and we put it in, and you know, the first 10 minutes or whatever were pretty interesting. And I was thinking, yeah, man, everyone's full of crap. This movie's awesome. <laughs> and then as it goes on and on, I'm like, uh, what uh, the uh, heck is this freaking yeah. movie?
2: I remember feeling the same way when I saw the happening. I thought the premise and the, the trailer and M Nights, there's so much. Working for it here, that it can't be that bad. But the longer you watch it, the more astounded you are at some of the choices he made. It's like how so how much. did how did this happen?
3: Those aren't bad if actors. If you will, how do people are happen? not bad actors? How do they get, do so bad? In that's that what movie? I want
0: to know. That's one of my biggest questions. How did he get such horrific performances out of those actors? And I'm not like even a fan of Zoe deschanel I know she can do better than that. Like Mark Wahlberg Mark certainly can do better than yeah. that. They, uh, they were acting like cartoon
1: characters.
2: <laughs> it was it was really bad. Some of the dialogue and expressions is so bad. There's a moment in the hallway near the final scenes in the movie where the wo- this woman who takes them in uh to save them from <laughs> the wind uh is asked, "Are you going to kill me in my sleep?" And his reaction's like, "What?" no, (laughs) that was
3: actually pretty close. Yeah. That was a good impression. That's probably better than what he did. Actually.
2: It's like, I remember seeing that scene in particular and going, Oh my gosh. I was just putting my hands over my eyes and just wishing it would.
0: And and then it's confusing because, uh, they give you, they, you know, they tell you the, the big mystery is revealed in the first act of the movie. And you find out that it's like the plants. Um, and, (laughs) Then, but they reveal it in a way where you dismiss it, like
2: that's a crazy exactly,
0: idea. Exactly, exactly. So the whole time I'm thinking, well, that couldn't have been it because that was so like unremarkable mm-hmm. in the way that they had this weirdo obsessed with hot dogs. Just say, I know what it is; it's the plants. <laughs> You're like, well, that ain't it. That's just a red herring to throw us off. And then as the movie goes on, you start to be like, wait a minute, that was really it. They told you keep us. Keep showing those leaves rustling. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it was. So I bad. I
2: think that the happening, uh, much like the visit, and beware if you skipped ahead this is just a slight spoiler the happening just like the visit on paper is a really clever smart uh interesting idea
0: yeah it's almost like if someone spoils it for you before you go into it you'll get a better experience from what you're imagining in your head (laughs) yeah before the movie actually shows. the idea
2: is so good it's just the execution of the film that is so
0: bad and I that's what I that's what I talk about when I say how did a director that made Unbreakable, that made the village yeah. make this movie? It it it's almost like he was like had a wild hair and he was doing something so bonkers on purpose, but he doesn't seem to say that. Like no. and he defends it and thinks like, Oh, people just don't get it. They don't get my movie. It was just so low
2: quality and oh, a lot of it felt contrived. There was a there was uh, just heaps of mass suicides and some of them were like interesting and and horrifying but then others were, were like what are you what are you doing <laughs> what? what that's no what- <laughs> Yeah, like
0: the crochet needle through the throat was like that was scary and shocking the people jumping off the roof was scary and shocking when a guy like goes and feeds himself to lions I'm like yeah there wasn't something easier you could do yeah there's
3: more efficient ways
0: (laughs) (laughs) with his bad CG like lion death
2: yeah and then it just felt silly for a large portion of the film watching them run away from the wind and from trees they're just especially looking over their because shoulder
0: especially we were you're left in like something. ambiguity about yeah. like is this really it
2: you've got Mark Wahlberg looking over his shoulder and watching for the direction the wind is turning and, and you think, really this is this is the climax this, this is the chase scene
3: yeah and you're constantly wondering like how does this work can he see it coming is he is he smelling yeah. it now like are they running away from a, a scent what yeah. it it doesn't make any right. sense. When the movie
2: ended, I remember thinking that could have been so good. I'm I'm upset that what a great idea this is didn't get made better. Again, it's that Tarantino with uh, it, it follows. Yeah. And I almost wish even still that someone would would take the happening and redo it. Someone, some other director would make a good movie yeah, out of it because it's, it's, it's got
0: it's so late. much potential. I, I kind of honestly, by the time I was like an hour into it, I was having a good time because I was like, "Wow, this thing is not disappointing." <laughs> you got to know what you're
3: doing, man. <laughs> Put the filter on it. <laughs> so it was just so like, the happening
2: wow.
0: goes pretty low, but I don't know if it is the bottom or not. Well, then yeah. So before the you know the, the worldwide. <laughs> Uh, universally panned Last Airbender. I remember when it came out that he was making that thing. I never watched
2: that Avatar show. I was so confused when I heard that he was making that.
0: Yeah, and then they were like, oh, they're making it into a movie, and M. Night Shyamalan is directing it. I was Why? like, that can't be right.
2: Why? Yeah, that's so weird. Do you think they just said, well, the last two weren't great. Let's try
0: something different. It's so unlike him, especially at that point, you think, like, I don't know, maybe his kids were into it? or Maybe. He was like, let me spread let me spread my wings, try an adaptation.
3: <laughs> yeah, that must have been it. it's just he's known for writing his own stories, unique stories, unique voices, even if it doesn't work, that's his bag. Let's take a like kid show and make a movie out of it. Whatever. Did yeah.
0: anyone here see that thing?
3: No
1: no, no. 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 I have
2: no relation to the source material. I did not find it appealing at all in the trailer yeah i can't force myself to be interested in it even if it was well reviewed yeah and i'm i'm upset that i haven't just in this moment so i can't rank it really low but i feel like we just what we have to take a pass on this one
0: yeah we
2: can't say (laughs) what if we love it (laughs) (laughs) it's true just going back and watching the trailer like we did it's just this i don't know how it could be good just from the trailer the cg is just miserable
0: Yeah. And I wonder what he was thinking about his career at that point, because the happening, you know, Lady in the Water was at that time seemed like a very negative reaction compared to the universal acclaim he was used to. But he didn't know how bad it could get when the happening came out and everyone was just like (laughs) peeing all over it uh, nonstop. So I wonder what he was thinking was going to happen with The Last Airbender, but not only was it just like, you know, movies like that come out all the time where it's like Ninja Turtles or something. They're like, it's a dumb kids movie, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. But they were actually like, it sucks. It's like a crappy, poorly made piece of crap. Uh, So... I want. He must have been feeling like he was down and out, and then he spent some yeah. time away and comes back with After Earth. Three years go by, and which after, is only one year longer than the gaps between his last films. Yeah, and the weirdest thing about it is that when they were promoting After Earth, they almost never mentioned.
2: Oh no, they didn't. I remember watching After Earth, and it ended. The credits roll, and I see Night Shyamalan's name, and I think, wait, wait, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> Yeah, because they were so afraid to mention him. There wasn't he wasn't included in any of the ad campaigns. No, no, the trailers
0: were like from the director of this and that. Because at yeah. that point, he's like, "Well, he's had two big misses. Let's." He feels like box office poison. Yeah, let's not mention him at all. And and in this group, we didn't give a crap. Tyler's the only one who saw it. Did you see it in theaters?
2: <laughs> no, I didn't see it in theaters. <laughs> I watched it uh, at home because I still wanted to see it. Just for Will Smith's sake, because I <laughs> you don't owe Will Smith, <laughs> Smith anything. <laughs> and uh, and really watching the trailer, it. Y- it could go either way. It got really bad uh, reviews, um, but looking at it, you think, well, there's still a chance that there could be some redeemable qualities to it. And so I watched it, and it it was interesting. <laughs> it was again like the happening, like is an interesting idea. I, I'm. <laughs> I can see a lot of potential in this, but again, it was just poorly executed, and I was just really disappointed in Will Smith, because mm. he, he and his son's acting performances were not great.
3: Yeah, this seemed like, I remember being excited for the idea of this, because Shyamalan had been on a, you know, he's sinking at this point. We had Lady in the Water, and then The Happening, and then you know, Airbender, Airbender. Airbender, then this thing. He's like, okay, now he's coming back, as his own idea, it's a post apocalyptic thing of some sort, sci fi, and it's Will mm. Smith, and Will Smith hadn't done anything in a while. He did seven pounds, took a year's of break and then Seven Pounds, that was a good movie. that's that that more that's more Shyamalan
2: than After yeah. Earth. <laughs> but then he
3: did like Men in Black Three and then this was his big serious role and everybody's like, Oh, it's Shyamalan, yeah. Will Smith, they're all back and then with his son, didn't. this is such a yeah, disgusting I, example of nepotism. I hate to, um,
0: I hate to ever go off what critics say, but I gotta confess, when everyone was crapping all over this when it came out, it did deplete my. I wasn't like clamoring to get there, but I thought that is that looks kind of interesting, and yeah. then everyone was just crapping all over it. I was kind of like, I well, guess I'm not just really terribly interested.
2: It didn't motivate you to get up and get to the theater. Yeah,
0: and honestly, <laughs> the fact that they wouldn't put his name on it that discouraged no, me because yeah, I was idea. like. They already don't believe in it, and they don't believe in him.
2: Yeah. What I'd have to say about After Earth is that there were Shyamalan qualities where there are a bunch of pieces up in the air um, that you're wondering how they're all going to be tied together and how they're going to fall into a cohesive storyline. And he does it, but the execution is bad. Hmm. Clever ideas, bad execution. Seems to be the theme well we're hearing a lot <laughs> yeah. of the, I, the I second half of his career but yeah. i think that what's most disappointing about after earth is that there are moments of just extreme laziness there's a scene where there we go Jaden. Mm-hmm. is right is Jaden smith mm-hmm. he's walking through some brush out in the wilderness and the freaking shadow for the boom and the camera are in the foreground of the shot <laughs> and I, i'm sitting there just is astounded it, is, is it found
1: footage <laughs> no
2: man, was <laughs> no. crane following him through, through the <laughs> wilderness, and I'm I'm just sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, how did this happen? Are you
3: sure it wasn't like a
2: bird? He, yes, it was not. <laughs>
0: Like that, bird. that Munchkin doesn't really hang himself in Wizard of Oz. It's just it's a just bird, a stork or something. Yeah, yeah.
2: this is very clearly the out. outline of a boom <laughs> and a camera at the end. And it's not like a sci-fi that, piece of space. Did space the editor stuff? not see this? Did the director not see this? Did the producers not see this? Did the studio executives not see this? Who who reviewed this? Did they all just say this movie sucks? Why are we even watch it any further? <laughs> they could finish just it. Cut the last scenes together and get it out of the door. How or they just gave up. They said, we can't go reshoot this. Just use it. How
0: far into the movie does that scene have? Oh, near the end. So you guys listen to this episode for the first time. You're just hearing Tyler's lament about this daggone boom shadow. Let me tell you, he's been going on about this boom it's shadow so ever since he saw that movie. I've probably heard it, bitching
3: it a dozen times. Yeah, that's the, the most I've heard about this movie. He is, is the deeply,
0: deeply offended.
3: Did you,
1: did you catch it when you watched it yeah, or did you time. already know about it? I going didn't know about it.
2: <laughs> I was sitting there just trying to enjoy it, doing some work for the director, filling in some of these gaps. And I, and I, <laughs> I was just just
0: dumbstruck by the shadow. Did you rewind it? Did you call people I into did. the room to I, look at it? I,
2: I stopped, I paused it, <laughs> and I looked for a second and said no. And I rewound <laughs> it, played it again, and said, Are You kidding? It's just even if even if your writing's bad, <laughs> your execution's bad, that right there is just lazy. There's no excuse for that. Yeah, you're you're upset. We understand. We can all Look at all agree. <laughs> There's no opinion here. That's that's bad movie making. Yeah. Well,
1: maybe bad. one day he'll release a different cut with that out of it. Maybe, maybe. he'll
0: George Lucas that shadow out of there.
2: You
4: know, just the
1: tremendous amount of their
0: computer the, effects I that to it. They're making all these giant eagles and stuff. They can't yeah. get that shadow out of the way.
1: <laughs> Gosh, spaceships. I uh, can't remember. But the if you
0: can
2: if you can ignore all that and work really hard and <laughs> concentrate very Strongly on the On the good parts Like Patrick did With The Visit Yeah That's what you do Then After Earth not
0: so Then bad. maybe Patrick Is the ideal audience For
2: After Earth There's this really cool concept maybe. Of ghosting That's pretty cool I remember that from it Thinking Oh that's That's interesting
0: Okay, we'll mm. have to check it out. Right. Check out the concept of ghosting. Out watch out after for that, Earth. that. playing now on, on HBO. If you're listening to this, please, you know, uh, interact with us on the internet, whether it's the comments or our social media, and tell us if you've seen that. But better yet, if somebody listening to this can post on like our Twitter or something like that a photo, a, a screenshot screen? yeah. of that uh, Boom Shadow, I'd really appreciate it because <laughs> I'm going to forget and I won't look it up. <laughs> so you'll remind me by doing that. First one to get there wins a the prize. Big so prize. After gonna get you a giant prize. After Earth was 2013. A to the visit. <laughs> now the visit is
2: 2015. Oh. This whole catalog being considered, how are you guys going to rank
0: these films? I'm, su- I'm surprised that they came out so consistently year- every couple of years. The like biggest that. gap
2: was 2010 to
0: 2013. Oh, wow. so, okay. Um, well, I'll just go ahead and spitball mine out there. I like The Signs. We already discussed that. Village would be my number two. I would have to put um, Unbreakable at number three, mm-hmm. The Sixth okay. Sense at number four, um, and then Lady in the Water at number five, and The Visit at Dead Last. You know, I oh, boy. I haven't seen Above The it. Happening? Uh, oh, crap. Yeah. I guess I'd do Lady in the Water uh, the Visit and then The Happening. I almost That's how much I didn't like The Happening. I, I yeah. In five minutes I've blocked it from my memory and then I haven't yeah. seen It's those funny like two
3: when two two. we laugh about it it makes it seem like oh it's so bad it's funny to watch but it's really not. It's just not <laughs> fun to watch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's more fun to laugh about afterward. Garrett I can't wait for you to see it.
1: Yeah me neither.
3: You know interestingly my list would be exactly the same. Hmm. Mine Copy would be the list.
1: same except I would put The Visit over Lady in the Water.
0: Okay, that's weird.
1: Wow, you really didn't like Lady in the Water, or you it's really just, liked It's been so long since I saw Lady in the Water. I was kind of let down when I saw it, and I know we already talked about the visit, but uh, the the parts that I liked about the visit um, the rap <laughs> mainly the rap. No, Grandma. <laughs> she she grandma. really. You like know, to see Grandma when she's eating those <laughs>
2: sugar cookies, and then she snorts.
1: <laughs> God. that yeah. day was so bad i forgot I about mean, that <laughs> we've yeah.
0: all
4: been there i
0: growling. was uh <laughs> did we ever understand why that happened
2: i don't know she's understand. crazy because it was nine thirty. 30 <laughs> is she was she's she's sundowning
4: she's
1: sundowning, <laughs> she's sundowning. <laughs> the uh yeah <laughs> i like i like the scary crazy grandma and i like i thought it was cool that uh she was the, just crazy. It wasn't demonic. It was not she wasn't possessed. It was just like, wow, this is what no. crazy she was people do. Ill, yeah,
4: so she had no. the darkies. The it might, maybe it,
1: a, maybe it was a fluke, but <laughs> the village. Was I was a big pile of. Shakira. I was caught up in the visit, and it had it had me suspense and terror. You mean the visit? You just <laughs> the were, visit. It was yeah, a big pile of Shakira. Yeah, you said the
0: you said the <laughs> yeah, village. We
1: get it. Village. village, we get <laughs> it. <laughs> we get no, a visit. Yeah.
0: He said chillers? pop stars. He was going to use pop stars for swear words, and yeah. then he said Shakira. That's the most relevant <laughs> pop star
1: he can have That was the first, like, the first one he said, Why would you say,
0: like, Katy Perry or yeah. Taylor and Swift? He, did he say Shania Twain at some point? Yeah, place. I was like,
1: what? <laughs> God. This kid, this kid, there's no way this kid knows who Shania Twain is. Uh, I hated his face. <laughs> <laughs> so <did> Pop.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: uh, if I... If I had to rank them, it would be number one, Unbreakable; two, The Village; three, Signs; four, Six Cents; five, Lady in the Water. Oh man! Oh, no, you're the only one who's seen After S- Earth. Six, The Visit. Then. Dang. <laughs> then. Oh.
4: Uh. Right That's now I'm weighing,
2: insane. which is worse. After, after Earth, Earth, and Earth and or The happens. Happening. <laughs> I think The Happening is worse. After Earth and then The Happening. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, because I've heard you several times say After Earth is not that bad. It's not that bad. And I don't know anyone would say that about The Happening. It's bad. It's bad.
1: <laughs> it is that bad.
2: I just don't want The Happening to be that bad. In, in premise, The Happening is so much more interesting to me than After Earth.
0: Yeah, but it's more than The Premise. Do you have yeah. to sit down and watch it? I know. Carry if it out I, know for I was an hour forced
2: now. to sit down and watch one. I'd choose After Earth. Dang, then I can show, show you all it. that terrible boom. Yeah. Someone,
0: someone's going to do that for us. Someone's going to find it. I got faith in you guys. <laughs> that, that one listener we got in Kuwait. <laughs> what? He's going to find it. <laughs> uh, but I guess he only played an episode once. It's not like he's one guy who keeps listening. We just had one play in Kuwait. <laughs> oh, man.
3: Just, Come on, man. Be a fan. Commit yeah what's the problem get back in
0: there maybe he'll hear this and he'll find that screenshot for us so we'd love to hear what you guys uh, think share share your rankings yeah get us. online share your rankings with us tell us where we went wrong because uh, so it never fails somebody's gonna be like you're insane the happening was the best or maybe you're like Matt Hughes and you wanna try to argue for Lady of the Water in the or some nonsense like yeah. that Matt's not here to defend himself, so while we're at it, so Matt, why Matt don't sucks. You,
2: <laughs> Matt, why don't you get online and defend um, Lady in the Wire All
4: righto, <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs>
2: because even his social media has an accent. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to You Hate Movies. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes or the RSS feed at youhatemovies.com com. Let's hear how you'd rank Shyamalan's films from best to worst. Leave us a comment on our website or connect with us on Twitter or Instagram at you hate Movies, and on Facebook.com slash you hate Movies. And please, someone, find that screenshot from After Earth Tyler keeps going on about.